listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Sunday evening for Monday's seven-game main slate. James, we are uh, you know, a couple days off back from the All-Star break. I think players are starting to break into their rhythm uh, a little bit more here after that layoff. And uh, you know, now we're really into it, right? This is the this is the push we, we got going on here. Playoffs, obviously, right around the corner for most of these teams. We got uh, half a season about ready to go. So it'll be interesting to see how these teams kind of all gel, those who made moves. Obviously, we've seen the 76ers with James Harden now for two games. They look, well, Harden at least looks fantastic. Joe having no issues playing with James Harden here. So it's going to be pretty interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out. Yeah, and all these teams jockeying for playoff position. There are six teams within five games of the first seed in the right. East. So there could be a lot of change moving forward. In the, You can't lose games anymore. Like, you just can't. So I don't expect a lot of Eastern Conference teams to be resting guys unless they're actually injured. And then in the West, with Chris Paul down, like, there's an opening for the one seed. Memphis is seven and a half out. Golden State, five and a half out. Um and then the back end of the conference also jockeying for position yeah. as well. The Lakers and, and Portland are currently locked into the, never thought I would say that, but Lakers and Portland locked into the playing game right now. We have a lot of interesting stuff. So I think, yeah, they're locked into playoff seeds at least right now, but then right you, now. you have like the Pelicans who acquired McCollum. They're just a game out. You have the Kings who made their push. They're a couple games out. Like James, even the thunder are not technically out of they're only, only six, six games back from the 10 <laughs> So like, what if John, what anything, if the thunder anything is possible here? It's a lot closer in the West in terms of potential 10 seeds than it is over in the East there. So yeah, it's going to be wild. Then we're getting like out of the blue report, Michael Porter Jr. Back's actually not feeling too bad. Maybe he'll be back. Dame Lillard thought he was going to be done for the year. Cause Portland was selling out. Maybe not. He's being reevaluated in a couple of weeks. Uh, Kevin Durant for Brooklyn could be coming back soon. Ben Simmons. I know he had a little bit of a setback, but he's kind of week to week or day to day. Uh, and then you get the report today that New York is going to, again, consider repealing their vaccine mandates. You could see Kyrie Irving playing home games sometime in the middle of March. So March 7th, John. Yeah. March 7th. That's a Monday. That's literally next Jeez. Monday. Yeah. No, next Monday. We only have 28 days. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm counting today. So, yeah, next Monday a week. Yeah. Next Monday. Kyrie Irving could be back playing games in Brooklyn. Crazy times. It is. But we got seven games to take a look at here. James, do we have any game totals that are jumping off the board to you? Yeah. Jump. John, this is the first time I've seen this, okay? All seven games are 220 and above over under. All seven. Highlighted by Charlotte, Milwaukee, 241. Seemingly every game that Charlotte's involved in these days is a 240 over especially since the acquisition of Montrezl Harrell. San Antonio, Memphis is a 234. Milwaukee, 10-point favorites, by the way, in that game. San Antonio is eight and a half point, are eight, eight and a half point dogs in Memphis tomorrow in that 234 total. And the third highest on the... The Pacers traveling to Orlando to take on the Magic, 228.5. Magic, one and a half point favorites at home. So those are the three that stand out. And again, all seven games over 220. Actually, in fact, all over 222. That's what they've all opened at. So some interesting stuff to. I, I wonder where these totals end up pretty much tomorrow. It's going to be a, a lot of points scored projected here. Yeah, definitely a lot of points scored. The Hornets and the, not the Hornets, rather, the uh, the Pacers 
uh, are on a back-to-back for this. Yeah, the Hornets as well. The Hornets and Pacers are, are going to be on back for their respective matchups, having played on Sunday. So something to at least watch. It's actually kind of a tough stretch for Charlotte. They played they played on Friday, they played on Sunday, now they play on Monday. So three three games in four days for Charlotte. So and now they go into Milwaukee. It's probably not going to end well for them, I don't think. So just be on the lookout <laughs> for that one. So. All right, but let's get it going. Point guard position is $10,600. He is the second highest priced player on the slate behind Giannis at 12K. We had the double overtime game for DeJounte over on Friday. 43 minutes in that game, 31, 13, and 14. But he had 28 and 8 at halftime. So, like, he was just falling out anyways. Uh, He went for 70 fantasy points in that game. Again, you talked about it already. High scoring matchup here against Memphis. A uh, great battle between point guards, and he had a triple-double against Memphis in their first meeting this year. Uh, he is at 10-6. John Moran under 10K, though, James. That's, uh, that is one that's jumping out to me Stupid. here. He was 9-7 the other day, 9-7 here against San Antonio. He went for 56 fantasy points, 46 <laughs> actual, and they just didn't touch his, point, his price point. So you're looking at that, and then SGA and LaMelo Ball, that rounds out your 9K and above tier. They wasted no time bumping SGA for good reason, and he went for 60 against the Pacers the other day. He scored 32 in his return game for the Thunder, so he's been playing really well. And then LaMelo, probably my fade, but you know, he, there's always that potential for him to go off but you know tough matchup for it yeah i definitely think the murray matchup is tougher but it's a enticing spread and this is actually the lowest price he's been in four slates so definitely can go there moran under 10k is silly in this matchup it's an elite spot make it, yeah it makes it a lock doesn't it yeah it's he's close to if he's not the top spend up of the slate he's damn close right so love jaw here nine seven i think sga is fine he pops like he can do this uh, this is why they traded paul george for him right like because the potential was there and also did we get giddy out right? giddy is already out mm-hmm. so sga by his lonesome against some De'Aaron Fox defense. I will say he'll probably see some Davion Mitchell here, which is not fun for anybody. But yeah, I do like SGA, and I think LaMelo is the fade. The only thing I'll say is we know how good he can be in tournaments. So if you want to give him a, give him some tournament love, I don't think it's the worst idea, especially if they stay in that game, right? If they stay in that game in 241 total, LaMelo could pop off. He's averaging... 47 fantasy points against them this year in three games. So the next tier below under 9K, you have Halliburton on a back-to-back here. We all wondered, you know, what does Halliburton look like? What does this Pacers team look like with Malcolm Brogdon back? Halliburton, no real ill effects here with Brogdon in the lineup for them. Again, Brogdon played 30 minutes today. He had 20 actual, 26 and five for him. Halliburton, 22, four and nine. Halliburton had 11 assists against OKC the other day. So like he's just being that dude. So I think even at 8,600, maybe to you, it feels a little steep, but I do like the matchup against Orlando for it. Yeah. I think this is an elite spot and I I don't love the price, but I also don't hate the price. I'm okay going. If that's where my build takes me and I get Halliburton at 8,600, I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. And I, and I guess Saturday you lump in Fox as well at 85. He's been unbelievable since that trade. I think for whatever reason, it, maybe it just opened it up a little bit more, right? No Halliburton, no healed, and he's just freely taking shots. I think those two guys in that mid-tier are fine. Uh, Van Vliet, they said he was banged up the other day. He went for 44 fantasy points, 5 for 14 from 3. 
still questionable. It's a Brooklyn team without Kyrie Irving. So take that for what it is for you there. What's, what else do you think about this mid-tier range? of Van Vliet, 8K. That's the lowest it's been forever. So that's yep. at least notable. Uh, there's no OG Ananobi either. So maybe some ad- additional usage heading Van Vliet's way. Holiday's fine. Don't love it with everyone healthy. DeAndre Russell has a really tough matchup here against Cleveland. Tournament's Everybody's only. out again for them, at least in their front, their backcourt, rather. That's true. Car- Levert, right. Levert is out. All and out. Rondo all out, right. So it's a good point. I guess Okoro could be on him, or do they stick Okoro on it's True. A- Anthony Edwards? Like, I don't know. It's not my favorite spot. It's Cleveland, right? Like, I don't, I don't know. We don't need to go there. Yeah, I don't think we need to go there. It's a... It's fine, right? It's fine. Um, not touching. You like Brogdon's minutes, though. Brogdon's man. first game as a back-to-back. Does he play? Was he supposed to be limited 31 and 29 minutes? What limitations is he facing right now? I don't now? think he's limited. He just hasn't played in a long time, right? Like, If he plays, I'm interested. How okay. about that? If he plays, I'm interested. If he doesn't, obviously, that just bolsters are like for Halbert. No Lowry, so Hero at 63. He's popped the last. I'm kind of kicking myself for whatever reason. Prize Picks had his his point prop the other day at like 14 and a half, and that was a mistake, huh? I just didn't. I just didn't play it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. He's yeah. His last four games, like he's since since they came back from the All Star break, 25 and 27. Actual Chicago, we know, not a good defensive team, but this should be a high pace. I think this is not gonna be high pace. I think it's gonna be a, a competitive game. Between yep. these two teams, so top two team, top two teams in the East right now. Right, so Hero at sixty three, I I actually really do like. Yeah, he's probably the only guy in this tier that I do like. From like, I'm not gonna play Anthony. You can in tournaments, whatever. But I believe no, Markel Fultz returned by the way in this yes. game. Do we need to play? He Cole can't Anthony? play like, more than fifteen minutes, right? But that still impacts everyone around him. And as well as RJ Hampton being there, like we saw, I know Suggs got in foul trouble in that last game, like brutal foul trouble, but like they just, now they have so many guards with Fultz coming back. I don't think I love Anthony. Suggs is still in this tier. It's probably hero. And then the drop off is probably to Brandon Goodwin. Did you, did you see what Trey Mann's been doing lately? Yeah, I know. 30, 24, 11, 22, the 11 point game. He still had 35 fantasy points. He's starting with no Josh Giddey. Listen, we talked what we talked about Trey Mann earlier was this is a guy that has never seen a shot he didn't like to take. <laughs> sure. And he was just like wildly inefficient. And then all of a sudden, 9 of 16, 10 of 20, 5 of 13, 8 of 17 shooting. He's running hot. He's filling the stat sheet up. Steals, two or more steals in three of the last four. It's Sacramento. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. The price is obviously the worry because you look at Trey Mann and you see 5,400 and you're like, what? He was like 3,800 like a, a week ago. Like, what are we doing? And you just, if you cover his name and you look at the numbers, you're like, all right, I'll be able to run. So I don't know. They're starting him out there because it is a Sacramento matchup and he's been playing really well. Yep. So again, uh, yeah, one's fine for the minutes, but he's just an unexciting. When he can hit threes, he had some big games earlier. He's had some big games. Like he's 52, I know, but like, they have nobody. Like everyone's hurt, so I think there's he's viable here. Okay, that's fine. Let's see, Pat Bev, eh. Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Walker at 45, did it again. Another 22 actual for him. 
Now, the thing about last, last game was weird. 76 minutes. Yeah, that's broken. They yeah, that's not correct. They actually only played 35 in that double overtime game. I mean, they sat everyone against Miami, but he's in the rotation. He's just in the rotation, so yeah. I'm, I'm and, okay. And I actually think that he played only 24 because he played so many minutes the game before. But even then, like look at his bench minutes. 30, 26, 28, and he played 35 in double overtime. He's been really good. 4,500 to me still feels like a little bit, a bit of a misprice. I, I think we can run. I think we can run that price. Here's an interesting question for you, and I think you know where I'm going. There's no Kyrie Irving. Yeah. The Dragon played 14 minutes in his debut. They said they were gonna like ramp him up a little bit, but does he play 20 revenge game against Toronto? Right. Hated his time in Toronto. Never Didn't wanted even to, be to show there. up. Never wanted to be there. Did not want to be there. So I don't know. 4,200. I understand that it would take a lot for you to want to play a guy that may only play 15 minutes at 4,200, but I'm just throwing it out there. By the way, I know you mentioned his defense earlier. Only 12 minutes the other day. They played DG, just... also a good defender, but. Yeah, they have a lot of guys. They have a ton of, I feel like they have a ton of guards now because they're playing Jeremy Lamb. They're playing DDB. Like they're, they just have a lot of guards. So I'm probably not going to play Dragon. I'm probably not going to play Davion either. I don't love the value. Vincent Gabe Vincent. Seven minutes. Yeah, 3,600 Gabe Vincent. I think that's the probably the value play. Yeah. We're just going to, I just like hate the idea that we're going to miss out on, on Drogic. Like it, he's going to have a day. This isn't probably going to be that day, but like it's Nash too. Like who the hell knows? Yeah. But you know, a 4K Drogic with no Irving, like, you know, one day that's going to give you 10X. Right? Like, yeah. If I'm playing will. 20 lineups, I'm, per- I'm putting him in one. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Because you never know. Plus, he's a guy that can get you 20 fantasy points in 15 minutes. Like, he's good enough. Uh, shooting guard. Levine at $8,300 is a shooting guard only against Miami. I just realized Cleveland signed Tim Frazier. I don't know if that means anything to you. Uh, I saw it. He played at all in that nope. game. Nope. Zero minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Levine, 83. It's fine. Rates, fine. Like, what is the... I think what we saw the other day is what what his ceiling is, probably. Yep, agreed. But maybe maybe another rebounder, too. Just with, the Ro- just with the Rosen being the alpha. Not, not that they're both not alphas, but, like, with the Rosen being what he's being, right? Like... Right. He could just... He's... At this point, Levine's just kind of this being the second option. I agree. Let's see Rozier at 79. I don't really like this Milwaukee matchup. I don't know. Maybe no. I'm overrating Milwaukee a little bit defensively. You look at the DVP numbers. So it's a good spot for them. They're playing high scoring games. They just lost to Brooklyn. Am I overrating Milwaukee then? Like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if it's like you're overrating them. Rozier's averaging 21, 42 fantasy points in three games against them this year. I think it's a, it's a tournament play regardless because it's a 10-point spread. I think they're giving Milwaukee a lot of credit. Didn't you say Charlotte's on a back-to-back? Played three, and four, three games in four days. Oh, no, they are on yes, a back-to-back. They are on a back-to-back. They're playing right now, yes. And Rozier's having another pretty good game. Oh, it's a road back, too. Oh. They, leave, they leave Charlotte, go to Milwaukee. We've seen this song and dance for Charlotte, right? We've seen yeah. this. Yep. So probably a, a tournament play only for sure yep I, I never really play middleton unless no uh, unless he's out anthony edwards at 7k yeah just not doing yeah. things but he's just it's like is that knee still that knee has to be bothering him it right? could yeah it could be either way like two if for it's, two for 23 from three over the last four yeah yeah we just know like there's the game before this terrible stretch he goes for 60 fantasy points so we just know the upside so even though the price 
it's the price. We just probably stick to tournaments. Gary Trent's at 62. Bain is at 61. Seth Curry with no no Kyrie at 59. Maybe that's our our our, our spot there. Yeah, that's probably where we start. Seth Curry's been um, super consistent. There hasn't been like a crazy ceiling, right? Like it's been good. It's been good. 38 was the ceiling, really. So get him. You have the cell at 57. The cell's been awesome since he's been starting. They actually gave the Spurs played the all their new acquisitions, didn't they? They played Richardson a whole bunch of minutes. They played, I think they did. did they they play? I didn't. Langford I didn't. didn't. No, so they only. I guess they only played Richardson on Saturday or yeah, on Saturday. So, but Primo was back. That's what I was thinking. He played 15 minutes. So yeah, I like Vassell. He's gonna play 30 plus minutes like he's been, and mm-hmm. he's showing that he can score the basketball at a high clip too. What are you, where are you? Any of these other Brooklyn guys for you at all? I mean, Patty Mills is a GPP play. Definitely don't have. There is again, there is no Irving. So, so that was in Milwaukee. He plays 16 minutes. Cam Thomas only played 13 minutes. Dragic, like Dragic, is taking time away from them. Yeah, it's pretty. There is 40 minutes now to go somewhere. So, it's true. Yeah, I would say tournament. I would say for tournaments. Chetty at 44 played 28 minutes the other day. Yep, and he's probably gonna play another 28 to 30 minutes. I'd say. But that's it for me i would say richardson played 27 you did say that already i don't know if that's like his new role though so i feel like it's more so so yeah it was more so that people are out i would say the value is probably you could play grayson allen he hasn't really been playing a lot of minutes justin holiday has been playing a bunch of minutes and he's been very productive Sure. If you, if you want to do, do the Justin Holiday thing, but Coro's gonna play a whole crap ton of minutes, right? Like he's gonna play. How many minutes is he gonna? He's gonna play so many minutes. Yeah, I imagine he would. And then your boy Zaria Williams, if you yeah. want to go there. All right, small forward buckets at 89 against revenge game Bulls. Gotta play it, right? No Lowry. No Lowry. Chicago. 8900 under 9k. Gotta play it. Yeah, it's a really good spot. Is he the one that ends the 30-point streak for DeRozan? No. <laughs> okay. No, I do. I I don't know when that streak is going to stop, but I don't. I Memphis is a really good defensive team. Didn't stop. Phoenix, he went for 38 against. He went 45 against Philly. These aren't easy matchups. He had like seven points <laughs> against Phoenix, so against Memphis, like in the first half, I think, or something yep. like that. Yep, yep, yep. They had held it, held him down, and then all of a sudden I looked. He's like, "Oh, he's got 31." He just and he uh, got ejected. <laughs> so. And he got ejected. Yeah, I don't think this is this, like one game out of first. Like this is the spot to like take over the Eastern the Eastern Conference number one seed. Nope. This is, I think Butler's great, but I don't think he's stopping. I don't think he's stopping DeRozan here. I agree with you. Uh, I guess on the Trey Man thing, we should wait on Dort. He is now questionable after being after missing the last handful of games. Should Dort return? Obviously, that would impact uh, Trey Man there. So I think we got. I thought we had an update earlier today. Okay. That stated. Let me see if that's true. If they ruled them all out again, I think. Don't quote me, but I'm gonna. I'm not go quoting with, you because DraftKings has not ruled him out yet. So where we? Yeah. I swear we got the update. Yeah. So Lou Dort, Robinson Earl, Ty Jerome, Kendrick Williams, Mike Muscala remain out for Monday. 
There you go. Beautiful. Thank you as well as getting, for not as having well as, the most updated information. Right. It was seven seven hours ago, by the way. Well, you know, it's Sunday. It's a day of rest. I'm sure they were out doing whatever they had other than updating the information on their site. All right. So good news then. Trey Mann loaded back up. Harry B is the guy that I've been touting a few, to, um, yeah. you know, since that trade. Minutes have been great. Last game against Denver, 7 of 16. Again, OKC. I know we liked, I know OKC's defense has been good. We talked about that. They play competitive games here, but in three games against them this year, he's averaging 35 fantasy points. So unless you think Sabonis just goes ham. No, I think that Harry B is a safe play. Sabonis went ham two games ago, and Harry B still had over 30 fantasy points. So Harry B is like shown flashes of adding some like hot sauce to the to his like plain turkey sandwich ways. So no, I think Harry B is a nice safe play. What he did with Laurie Market in back-to-back games for him, 22 and 23 actual, 34 and 36 fantasy points in the two games since he returned. Dude, no Garland, no Levert, right? It's mm-hmm. like they need this dude to score. And we talked about this, 16 and 18 shot attempts. We've talked about it. It's like their big lineup, Laurie Market and the dude can score the basketball. Like they mm-hmm. run this big lineup, but he, without, like Mobley is skilled offensively, but it doesn't seem like his primary job right now and jared allen we know is very like ball movement to him dependent or offensive boards or like he's not creating his own shot marketing is creating his own shot and with garland and lavert out this is we should continue to see lowry just have good games and it's a great matchup too against minnesota yeah i'm with you as well i don't know if we can count on Brissett hitting <laughs> six threes again but last three games for him 33 39 and then today 37 fantasy points five of the last six 33-plus fantasy points, three double-doubles over that. It's funny, man. He was doing this last year at the end of the year, and then he doesn't play. And then it's like, okay. He's playing now. And now he's playing. So I don't have a problem if you go there. Scotty Barnes had the huge game the other day. Struggled against Atlanta. Sure. No, no, no OG. Like yeah. Brooklyn's hurting, man. They're hurting without Kyrie. Yeah, so. They are hurting. Uh, Franz Wagner's fine. I always just kind of throw him out there. And then your boy Chuma. Chuma so mad. I'm so mad. He was in my core plays. He was in the playbook. We talked about him on the pod. Didn't play him. Pain. Dude, he's so good. He's, he's a very skilled player. When he's making his shots, he's going to have big games. Because look at the peripheral stats. The peripheral stats are nuts. The steals are there too. Like they're just always there. So when he when his shots falling, he's gonna have a big game. So I would say he's a tournament play, even at 55. But not a priority, but a tournament play nonetheless. Bruce Brown's playing over 30 minutes still. 35, 35, and 32. Uh, 35 and 32 in the two games since returning from the All Star break. Shout out Nash. Finally giving this guy some run, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Finally giving this man some run. Holy smokes. Yeah, I'm okay with it. $5,100. It's fine. Yeah, again, it's not like... Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's anybody else, anybody cheaper here that maybe sticks out to me. Poco out of the rotation. Yeah. Jeremy Lamb again. played 29 minutes against Denver. Yep. Yeah. That's And that's one of the reasons that people are losing time for Jeremy freaking... Jeremy freaking Lamb, dude. Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday are playing big minutes. Well, what... What world are we living in? So yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with Lamb, right? If he's yeah. gonna play, he's playing over DDV. He's playing over these dudes. So yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right, let's go to power forward. Giannis is at 12K against Charlotte. Again, he's averaging 65 fantasy points in three games against him this year. 
So I'd say that's quite okay. Uh, never gonna tell you not to play the guy. That's just the way it is. DeRozan, still too much for you. 10K. 10-2. He's gonna give you 5x. Right? He's gonna give you 5x is what we're gonna get. So I think if you want to play him in cash, it's perfectly fine, right? Like per- perfectly fine. Cash game play, perfect. Some down and, games for uh, Siakam of late, but maybe a bounce back spot here against Brooklyn or no? Yeah, man, I'm okay with like, like look at the price too, John. Keep giving me these prices. I'm gonna keep playing them. Like we we're playing them. 84 is huge, dude. Like that's the main thing here. He's 8400, and there's no OG. The last time he was this cheap was December 14th. Come on, like that has to stand out. Like I don't care. Like, I get the production. It doesn't really matter, though. Like, he's been incredible all year long. So I'm okay. I, I really am. I'm okay with it. I, even though the bad – even though the, the, a two-game drop-off is what we're getting, I'm okay with Siakam on it. All formats, too. Like, all formats. Indiana is just two hours away from Chicago. So Wendell Carter Jr. is uh, probably in play here. He went for 48 fantasy points against the Pacers <laughs> in their first meeting. Oh, John. And he's coming off four straight double-doubles. So Wendell Carter at $7,400 looks for me. <laughs> Two hours. That's funny. That's so funny. Yeah, Carter's been awesome, man. And I think, again, we've talked about it like a lot lately, how Mo Bamba's minutes have really kind of just taken a backseat. And just 25, again, last game against Houston. Like, we're getting Carter more. We're getting a lot of Carter at center. So... Yeah, as long as he's going to continue to dominate, he goes up against a foul-happy Isaiah Jackson, a smaller Brissette at power forward, right? He has just had, he has a good spot in this game, so I like Wendell Carter quite a bit. Yep, we've been talking about him a lot. It's just He's just a great spot. I've jinxed myself, and I don't even know why I jinxed myself, James, because I actually called this happening on the podcast like two days ago when we looked at what DeRozan had upcoming. We talked about the Memphis game, and like, oh, Jaron Jackson, fouls. He had five of them. So he had five. Shouldn't have been surprised by that. Limited to just 26 minutes in that game. San Antonio, $6,700. He's averaging 43 fantasy points against them this year. Just, just say tournaments. It's just tournaments. Yeah, just tournaments. Then, like, why would you like just knowing what he is? Like, I could never play him in in a cash game setting. Or better as player, or better as <laughs> That's definitely the two times I think I put him in my prize stick plays. He's gotten five fouls. Real, actually, I think actually one time he did come back and hit it. I think you and I wasted like an hour on this podcast sweating out Jaron Jackson points. Yeah, it was the four. Wasn't it like the fourth quarter? He had like, he picked up. He wasn't in foul trouble in the first half, and then picked up like three, like three fouls quick. in the second half. Absolute nightmare scenario. Anyways, so he, I knew he was going to get, it's DeRozan. Of course he's going to get in foul trouble. He got in foul trouble. Anyways, is he going to get in foul trouble in this game though? Because Keldon <laughs> Johnson, my sir, San Antonio just finds and develops these guys. Yep. And he's now the truth, right? <laughs> like 32 points in the game against Washington, double overtime game, but let's not take anything away from him. 22 against OKC. He had a good run there against Atlanta. He had 26 actual, 28 actual against Houston. $5,900, man. I, I I understand that he needs 30 for 5X. He's averaging 28 on the year. I know Memphis is good defensively, as you talked about. And Jaron Jackson is actually a guy a great defender, for defensive yeah. player of the year. But he is foul happy. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say not to play him, dude. He's been we the thing is we've been talking about this, John, 
if he's under four, if he's under six K, yeah. play him. Like it's just he's super good. And Pop said it earlier. They want to get. They're getting him freaking run all he can handle, and he's paying him off handsomely. So I completely agree. The rebounds are there now. Like, we're getting everything and more from Kelvin Johnson. As long as he's under 6K, I'm going to keep rolling him out there. Anybody else then in this this range that we haven't discussed? We've talked about Chuma already. P.J. Washington right now against Detroit. Washington's played 20 minutes. He's starting, but just two points. And not the greatest matchup for him there. Kevin Love taking a hit now that uh, Markkinen is back. Jalen Smith, maybe? 29 and 26 minutes the last two games for him. That's where I was going to go as well, John. It's like... They're starting Isaiah Jackson. And I think this is probably good for Jalen Smith, right? Look at the fouls, man. Look at the fouls. Three games off the bench, no foul yeah. trouble. So and and that's been a that's been a serious problem for him for quite some time. So yeah, I love Jalen Smith under five K. Even if he doesn't start, someone's gonna be someone's gonna ask and they're gonna say, What if he's not starting? He hasn't been the last couple games and he's still been super good. So I am in. I am in. Yeah, I'm with you there. Trying to see any value for you, James Johnson, maybe 4,100. Yeah, James Johnson still playing big minutes, right? Still starting, playing big minutes, 32, 29, 35, and that, and in that Boston, he's been foul trouble all three games, I guess, realistically. Yeah. So yeah, I think James Johnson, a Tucker only 19 minutes. That's weird. Did he get thrown? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking, did he get thrown out of that game that he only sure. played 19 minutes in? I don't see. Thad's been. Thad, John. Well, that's who I was going to bring up. Thad, 21 and 22 minutes. Is Thad the guy? Still no OG. It could be 21 fantasy points against Atlanta. Like, we know he's a guy that doesn't generally need a ton of playing time to be productive. For 3,400, I think you could take a stab at Thad Young here now that he's actually seeing floor time. Since the trade, three games he's played for Toronto, 21, 21, 22. Same exact minutes as Boucher. So see where their uh, allegiances lie, right? right? Like, So yeah, I'm 100% in lockstep with you there. I think old buddy Thad is uh, is actually a, a decent value here. I agree. All right, let's wrap this baby up here. Uh, center position, Towns against Cleveland. Tough. That's a tough mm. spot for him. I don't know if I like that. Sabonis, 9,500 against OKC. A little yes, revenge. Sir. And then against them earlier this year, he went for 71. So in an overtime game. When he is with the Pacers, but that's pretty good. 71, <laughs> 18 and 10. So. 71's quite, uh, yeah. is he going to pull a DeAndre Ayton against the Thunder? We don't know. You know, oh, Derek no. Favors is a good guy. Again. So, so, so the OKC is 30th in DVP against the center position. So, you know, this should be a Sabonis game. $9,500 Sabonis. I like Vuk is probable at 92. One of the cheapest price tags we've seen on Vukovic. And then bam though, at $8,800 coming off a 60 pointer, against San Antonio. The price is coming up for Bam. It's coming down for Vuk. How do you feel that matchup goes out? This is a tough matchup for prop for both of them. Like it's I don't know, man. I really like I really like Sabonis. I, I feel like Sabonis is like the clear cut spend yeah. up. I mean you get Bam without Lowry here. Yeah, well. without Lowry. What's uh let's do a little spoiler. Little tease. Let's I'm trying to look up what uh, the defensive stats for Bam lately too, right? Like blocks plus steals, five, five, three, and two the last four games. So with Lowry off the floor this year, Bam is at one point two fantasy points per minute, which is super elite. That's sure. um second highest on the team, Butler one point three. So I'm okay with both of them. I think Vucevic, you're I've been saying it to you all year. 
the points have really taken a hit with Levine on the floor. They really still haven't figured out how to play together, mm-hmm. which is scary because the Bulls are one game out of the Eastern Conference first seed. Vooch just kind of floats on the perimeter more when Levine's out there. Five, oh for five shooting threes last game. Five for 17 from the floor. So I don't love it. Uh, I think Bam is the better play of the two for sure. Okay. Um, trying to see here. Bobby Portis hit eight threes. Yeah, Bobby. He's just has wild games, right? Like he has wild games. I think this tier is good. I think this does, is a really strong tier. Does Drummond get big minutes here against Toronto, or Toronto play too small for him? I don't know. But if you're telling me if you can per- safely project Drummond at like twenty five plus minutes, I would have interest. If you're telling me if you told me Andre Drummond's gonna have twenty five minutes, I would have a lot of interest. Whether like I don't know the answer to that because it's a tricky subject because we've yeah. talked about this since they've went small since they've started to go small. Are is a team going to match up with it or is a team going to decide to say? So for example, Atlanta went small the other day. They they only played Capella eighteen minutes and they played a Gunku instead over him in that game. That's tough. But does Brooklyn? What's small for Brooklyn? Just LMA. Yeah, probably just LMA. I think Drummond's going to play, but... Would you pay 6K for it? Yes. When you could play Portis for 6-9, you could play Steven Adams coming off 20 rebounds. Yeah, um, and he's and, averaging 30 fantasy points against San Antonio <laughs> this year, so... Yeah, and he's been a monster lately, just a, a monster. And then you could also play Montrezl Harrell for cheaper, who's been amazing. Yeah, Harrell foul trouble tonight, only 19 minutes, two points, so... Mm, it's tough. Regard like... Foul trouble, fresher legs for tomorrow. Anybody else for you? I'm looking at this list. I don't see not much is really jumping off. A lot of the guys, a lot of the guys are multi-position eligible. What is, so the Roby thing is interesting because even in the game when Favors played or Roby started the Indiana game, right? And then came off the bench in Phoenix. So he played, he still played 25 minutes off the bench. There's no giddy. So there will be more rebounds to be had, right? So I think Roby's a, a fine value going up against a smaller front court than you know, Sacramento. So the last two games for Toronto, Precious has played 20, 24 and 30 minutes. He played 27 minutes against Brooklyn earlier this year and had 27 fantasy points. Maybe a dart throw here or Precious. Who do you like better, Thad Young or Precious Achua? If you had a util spot, right? Like I know it's a their difference of positions, but like no, they no Thad is a center. Oh, Thad center. Okay, just it makes you think because I want I I'm not saying Thad couldn't outperform him in less minutes, but if, if Precious is going to get 30 minutes, and that also could have something to do with the blowout they lost by 27, but like. 30 minutes, man. He played 24 in that first game. I guess that one was also a blowout. Because he hasn't started. They started Boucher the second game. They started Birch the first game. But he's out, he's played more minutes than both of those guys in those two games. I'm not playing Birch. That's all I know. No, yeah, for sure not. I might lead Thad. Unless Achua starts, I would probably play Thad. Unless Achua starts? Yeah. Okay. I think that's where I lead. Okay. I'm not disagreeing with you at all, by the way. I just... I'm, There's like... Just, well, the one of our biggest gripes about Achua is that he doesn't do anything but, like, there's no defense there, right? Right. He, he gives you points and rebounds. If he doesn't go off, then – but, like, Fat can play 20 minutes and give you six blocks and steals, right? Like, Fair. 
It's very fair. Kind of where I'm at. That wraps up then. That's our look at uh, Monday's seven game slate. Ryan Kirksey on for Monday here. We'll be around in the Discord and on Twitter. If you need to catch James and I, you know where we'll be. For now, we'll catch you guys later.